I'm literally like sitting there. I'm like, who's an American band? Oh, who's Gra an American? Grand Funk Railroad, my man. Grand Come on. Funk. They tell ya. Yeah, it's so funny. And then if you Google, is Grand Funk an American band? <laughs> Better than that. If you Wikipedia it, you, you know, type in Grand Funk Railroad. Uh, you don't even have to finish with the railroad. You just put the Grand Funk, and right underneath it, it says Grand Funk Railroad, American Band. Un-American? American, American, American rock band. band. Yeah, rock band yeah. from Flint, Michigan. Wow, the dirtiest city in America. That's amazing. Dirty of the dirty. 1969, baby. Dude, Detroit. Not Detroit, but uh, Michigan. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that's near Detroit, right? Isn't that what's kind of... Yeah. I feel like rock and roll did come, a lot of it came out of the Detroit region. A lot of great stuff. One of the all-time greatest, Kiss, came out of uh, Detroit, right? And Eminem. <clears throat> and Mom Spaghetti. N nobody forget about that. Mom Not Spaghetti. the greatest rocker, Kid Rock. Kid Rock out of Detroit. Yeah. Detroit, yeah. Dude, you know what? That's a city of hard knock living, man. That is a, must be a tough town to grow up in and, and make it happen. So that's probably why some kick-ass music and musicians comes out Absolutely, of that place, dude. Dude, that's why. I'm, dude, that's why the best rap came out of South Central LA, not Hollywood. <laughs> that's right. Dude. You know what I mean? You're not getting a lot of like North Shore uh, rap coming out of Chicago, right? <laughs> San Diego gave us Bobby Lee. Compton gave us Ice Cube. <laughs> Know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Flint, Michigan, Rockers, Grand Funk, Railroad. I'm a huge fan of I'm Your Captain, one of their all-time hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are probably familiar with that one. I think that was like their first hit, but yeah, dude. Uh, almost kind of one hit wonders, I would say. You know, like, uh, it's no Boston. Like, you could put on Boston, Boston. Every single many a times, man. I still haven't done it. I don't know. You can start it. You will know every single song start to finish. Every song was a radio hit at some point. That album is genius. From a classic rock perspective. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. Or, you know, you get a little time one of these nights, man. Put on some uh, headphones and jam out to a little Boston, Boston. Good album. I can't get caught dead listening to Boston, Boston in Chicago. No, oh, no, you can only listen to Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's all right. It's kind of, you know, a lame band to take the name of a kick-ass city. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're they kind of on no, that. It's not that kick-ass anymore, but yeah. They, I, they, I would yeah. argue you almost have to kick more ass to survive in Chicago these days. You should have been a tougher band if you're going to take on the name Chicago. That's what I'm trying to say. A little more edgy, yeah. maybe bluesier. <clears throat> ZZ, you know, yeah. yeah, I don't know something ZZ Top style. I don't like uh, Chicago. I don't know. They're kind of fluff, but I, I do like some of their jams. I'm not gonna lie. They're they're the ensemble rock group, kind of where rock got a little full of itself. I feel like when we started getting like 15 people on stage, you got the bongo section, uh, and then like the two drummers, yeah, <laughs> two was, drummers and three guitar players. <laughs> you got the synth guy. Like there's just like too much happening on stage. The three chick backup singers. Uh, it's, it's just an insanity. I think I brought this up on the show before. I did see Chicago play at Red Rocks, a fine place to go see some music. Mm. Except uh, these days, because we have hailstorms killing people. Uh, but oh, nice. uh, <laughs> that's right. But uh, you know, they were there with Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers, great performance, great show. Sands, Michael McDonald, which probably made it. I don't know. Better, I would assume. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But when they brought on Chicago for the uh, encore, I I think I counted fifteen to seventeen guitar players, just guitar players, like dudes, <laughs> dudes holding guitars. One of them was the keytar, you know, the piano guitar. But it was, <laughs> no, dude. yeah. It, but it was yes, the keytar was there. It, but it was. Uh, you got too many. You got too many. If you got the keytar and the slide guitar, that's it. I think We're you done. had every potential guitar. You had multiple acoustics, a classical, you know, six uh, different electrics, the keytar. Even you had that Indian thing that the Beatles. You played. had the what sitar guy out there. The yeah. sitar was. It was every tar, uh, and the and the retar. <laughs> Uh, he was also, they had a retard just dancing on the side, retardedly. 
He's playing his mouth. <laughs> he was playing the Jews harp. All right? That's what it is. <laughs> No, I swear it's a Jew sharp. Jew sharp. It's <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, well, we, you know, a little bit much, but, uh, you know, classic rock, dude. This is an era. It's getting older. You know, I just saw the Dead and Co., and it was at the end because it was so late at night on a Monday. Most of the Dead had retired for the evening, and it was the Co. It was, you know, <laughs> Dave Matthews and. Mark John Mayer, yeah, it was mostly Co. No dead. <laughs> they're just too old. These guys are too old, man. You know, Aerosmith oh, the dead are dying. Aerosmith know? is on their farewell tour as well. Uh, you know, it's just these guys are too old. John, John Den, not John Denver, the gay guy. John Elton Mayer. John. Elton John. He just did his last show, I last believe. Show. Yeah, so John, that's yeah, it for the queen, the queen of the uh, gay eighties, and then um, you know the. Who's gonna replace these people, man? I, you know, uh, Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Oh, oh you mean the other guy? Yeah. Dude, Taylor Swift is coming to Denver this weekend, and tickets are for the nosebleed, uh, eleven hundred dollars. That's so stupid. Eleven hundred dollars for a oh, nosebleed so ticket stupid. in the Pepsi Center to go see Taylor Swift. I uh, don't even know a Taylor Swift song. Oh, you you know it. They they have infused Taylor Swift in all of our culture. So you've you definitely come, you know, across a pathway of. I'm some sure maybe Taylor. it would like ring a bell, but it's like, dude, like off the top of my head, and you're gonna go pay a thousand dollars to see her. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, man. Not even just like when you're a nosebleed, and we grew up uh, people uh, that were. You know, sitting in the nosebleed we're sections, nosebleed. we're nosebleed folk. So we remember the view from the nosebleed of like sporting events. Uh, imagine oh, paying a thousand dollars to sit there to watch off in the distance <laughs> Taylor oh, Swift do a bunch of witchcraft on the stage. Uh, you know. And like, think about a dad who makes fifty thousand dollars a year. That's a week's pay. Dude, and you know so many dads had to fork up so much dough to let their uh, daughters go. Oh, man, because if you don't, you're the worst dad in the you're world. the worst. <laughs> the worst, dude. Don't you want her to have friends? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Jenny, who didn't go? <laughs> oh. You don't want your daughter to be Jenny. That's right, man. All sorts of bad things have happened. <laughs> $1,000, man. Get, like, that is absolutely such an insane amount of money to go see a concert. And she's doing it's two, ni- that two nights, by it. the way. Two nights. 1000 plus per ticket remaining. And I want to remind people, I was checking out the tickets because uh, I peruse the game time. Uh, and the Ticketmaster and all that for uh for baseball tickets, you know, I the Rockies are top three worst team in the uh, MLB this year. I uh, <laughs> you like how I said that, by the way. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> and um, the, the tickets for most games are just so fantastically cheap, and I'm talking single digit for very close seats. And uh, except this weekend, the Yankees are coming to town. It's like $150 a ticket for like, a, you know, something I could get for like 10 bucks mm. on a normal night. Yeah. So I peruse, though, because uh, I look for those golden nights, you know, a random Wednesday night when we're not doing the dude man. And uh, maybe it's kind of nice out there and uh, we can score some tickets for under 50 bucks and sit like right behind home plate. Man, I don't know. I just keep thinking like, there was, there's no way. Like, I, I couldn't even walk up to dad with a straight face. I know, like, no, hey, no can, trust me. Could you give me this ticket for $1,000? Like, there's no, I couldn't even, they laughed at us when we wanted, like, $100 shoes. Anything, like, to join new sports leagues. Be like, <laughs> where are you going to get that kind of money? <laughs> It was football and baseball. That was maxed out. There was no third sport. 
Oh no! You only got to choose two. We literally got to choose. You two. got to choose two it sports like... in in one in each season. You got to choose. There's no more. Yeah, can I get a skateboard? Oh, you played basketball and baseball. Skateboard. <laughs> Skateboarding's a sport. You don't get a skate. You want a skateboard? Go cut grass with your uncle. Yes. Save your money. Go buy a skateboard. I, like you asked for something. Well, did you eat lunch at school yesterday? Well, there you go. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> there you go. You ate lunch at school yesterday. Are you going to eat lunch tomorrow at school? You will. There you go. Dude, I need lunch money. Again? <laughs> Again? I gave you $40 two weeks ago. How much are you eating? <laughs> yeah, I had a piece of square pizza and a chocolate milk. I, I don't know, man. I don't, it's $40. I, I was know. Ex- Emma was telling me about her lunchtime room experience back in high school and her and her her mom was here actually when I was talking about it and uh they looked at me with these like shocked faces when I described <laughs> the lunchroom how we had the three main lanes and then off to the side was the buck 50 <laughs> lane where all the poor kids and immigrants you know all of us who got to eat lunch and it was for a buck 50 to get the prison tray and they slop the prison fuck you know slop food onto your tray and you pay a buck 50 and it's on your card, and you get no exemptions, no exaggeration. Like you can't trade anything no. in. Oh, you, you no. You just get what they give you in that buck fifty lane, man. That's the buck fifty lane, dude. And they, I used to bag Scott Gibble <laughs> for fucking goldfish. They could I couldn't get it. the goldfish. We had no snacks. There was no sugar. There was no taste. Well, we had the card, right? And the money was on there, but the money was exact, right? We had a buck fifty lunch five days a week. If we ventured off it. into the rich kid lines, you know, we risked missing lunch later in the week oh, because we spent Oh, you can do it on Monday and Tuesday, but then you're not eating Thursday <laughs> yes, and Friday. <laughs> oh, you like that bag of chips? <laughs> I hope it's got enough calories to get you to Saturday. Emma's mom looked at me in shocked horror, like, <laughs> how could you live like that? <laughs> no, no, dude, I work in schools. Let me tell you something. I see the cafeterias. We ate poor food. Oh yeah, it was us. The rich... It was us, the Mexicans, and the Polish. That was it. That was it. and the one black kid. There was always one black kid in the school. The buck fifty line, dude. I'll never forget that line. It's good stuff. Good eating. Good eating, people. You know what it is? It it uh it makes that's why makes I'm only five person. seven. I probably could have been a five nine. Could have been a five. I could have been a contender. <laughs> oh man, well. Even if you're eating poorly out there and like we did as kids uh, and maybe you gain a little extra weight, uh, there's no worries because there are all these fantastical remedies and medicines out there to lose weight instantaneously. And we've been talking about it. Uh, we did a segment a couple of weeks ago about that young fella who uh, went and got the, uh, what is it, the gastric bypass surgery at uh, age 17. Pretty heard. shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've been covering this pretty um you know, well for the last month, but Ozempic, a uh, huge deal with the Hollywood elite. Everyone is using Ozempic now for, you know, just that cure-all quick fix to drop a little poundage, uh, you know, and slip into that dress or that uh, suit that you haven't been able to wear for many years. Well, what have we been saying, Mike? Ozempic, dude, this craze. They're trying to get everybody to take it. They're going to have a pill for people soon. You just lose weight instantly. There's got to be a side effect because there's always a side effect, man. Now to new concerns this morning over the popular diabetes and weight loss drug Ozempic. Regulators are looking into reports of suicidal thoughts among a handful of users. Ariel Reshef is here with a reality check for us. Good morning, Ariel. Good morning to you, Lindsay. To be clear, agencies are not issuing an official warning about Ozempic, but this is something authorities say that they are taking seriously. Huh. Three people. We don't want to stop I- the sales. <laughs> reported thoughts of self, which are probably through the roof right <laughs> now, man. Like I can't. <laughs> Did uh, Nancy Pelosi buy stock in Ozempic like six months ago? I gotta find out. Oh, well, she, she's waiting till they're done paying off the uh, all the people they killed with the opioid epidemic. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> then the profits really start rolling in. <laughs> Harm or suicide after taking Ozempic or a similar drug called sex. We won't have to pay these families for at least a decade. (laughs) Exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Take them so long to catch on to this. Of course, man, you're going to get those infomercials 15 years from now. You know, did you take Ozempic to lose weight? (laughs) Did you have a loved one who killed themselves? Is your face melting and you can't feel the right (laughs) side of your body? But this is what kills me. We covered them using Ozempic for weight loss 
what two months ago, three months ago, maybe the oh, beginning of the year. It, yeah, for beginning months, of yeah. the year, maybe. And what kills me is that they were all they were laughing about. Oh, the Ozempic face. Oh, ha ha ha. Yeah. Well, maybe it does happen. And you know, just take it easy on the Ozempic. If you you know, like, dude. If the listen, f- <laughs> listen, you take your Paxlovid, you take your Ozempic. You're gonna you're gonna have melted face with diaper mouth. Then you go see your surgeon. He's gonna take care of everything. I just can't get over the. At first, it, it like there were clear issues with it. You get a face, a nozempic face. Should have been a red flag for everybody. No, no, everybody dismissed any kind of side effect that may have existed with this drug. All everybody heard was, "I could take a shot and lose weight." <laughs> I know, I know, dude. That is. Uh, it's so sad. What's that sad is why is... the no no. That is why the Democrats win. Yes, yes, man. They promise them pizza every day for lunch, and you'll still be beautiful. You don't and... have to stand in that one fifty dollar line, Frank. Mike, come on, guys, come on over in the Ozempic line. Hit the gym. What are you, a white supremacist? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just vote for me. I'm going to give you this belt. You put it on. Eat whatever you want. It's going to do sit ups for you. That's right, man. Working outs for MAGA extremists, dude. Come on. Take this shot and this yeah, pill. Trump supporter, get out of here. Just melt your face a little. You might want to kill yourself, but it's okay. You're going to look great. You're going to look yoga great. Yoga pants are not for yoga. They're for fat bitches to walk around every day. <laughs> not work out. <laughs> Ozempic face. First it was Ozempic face. Six months later, it's, well, you might want to kill yourself. Uh, I can't wait to see six months from now, folks. I just can't wait. Because I've there's no good thing that comes from like your Bre- body melting down into nothing. Breaking news, those people that looked like zombies from taking Ozempic, turns out they are zombies. They are <laughs> starting to eat human flesh. Please fight them off at all costs, and do not let them uh, bite you. Uh, you will become a zombie yourself. <laughs> turns out Ozempic stopped cravings for everything Except human flesh. Uh, <laughs> it is now the only thing they desire. <laughs> Dude, like, this thing makes you lose weight on such a fucked up level. It, like, changes your brain chemistry to make you lose weight. Stop right there. Stop right there, dude. Just go exercise. <laughs> well, you know, what somebody, you know what somebody said to me the other day? Mike, you look really skinny. I have lost a lot of weight, right? All right, man. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. And, and uh, they said, how do you do it? And I said, and I, and I, I always get blown away every time. Because I, I, I fluctuate a lot in my life. And every time I start losing weight, you always get the question, how do you do it? How do I do it? How do you get fat? You eat whatever you want and you don't exercise. Okay. <laughs> Do the inverse of that. Take it, flip it around. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't eat whatever you want and exercise. That's it. It's literally that simple. We live in a new culture now. I've uh, kind of caught on to an interesting um, kind of a trend where it used to be the th- when you kept your physique and you were svelte or in shape, uh, you know, you would get the, wow, you look great. Uh, but now it's the, you look skinny. And I've You're been, so yeah, and uh, I think that, core, that that kind of relates a lot to the fact that everybody is so big everywhere. So everybody sad, is large. And so if everyone's large... <clears throat> If you are within that normal size, you know, frame or that smaller size frame, I guess, uh, than what you were before, it's going to be shockingly skinny to everybody who's large. It's like, dude, I was just in a room today filled with apprentice plumbers, maybe a hundred, and they did this thing where they, and it was, uh, whatever. At the end, they had free t shirts. And uh, they go, yeah, we got T-shirts for all of you. Unfortunately, all we have is large or extra and extra large. And you, there was an audible, oh! <laughs> and then the guy immediately said, but if you need bigger, we're going to send them. Wow. I would... All we have is a large, extra large. Man, do you know how bummed I would be in that room? Why? Well, I'm 
Oh, you're a, dude. I I I cannot believe no you large. are small. <laughs> I cannot believe you are small. I always have this joke where like that's how you know all of our shirts are made in Europe. <laughs> I only Europe shop in, in your uh, European stores, actually. <laughs> it's like Europe and Asia sets the standards because only the f-ers in America wear a small shirt. <laughs> It's true. It's I'm true. only fi- I'm five seven and I wear a large. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a tough world. It's tough living uh, these days. Joe Biden's economy. Uh, food's uh, very expensive now. Loaf yeah, of bread, ten dollars. Uh, everybody. It might know, be good. The guy pumping my gas makes more than I do an hour, so uh, <laughs> it's tough living. Well, he deserves it, Frank. <laughs> He's a single mother of three kids. <laughs> I, I, I I can't get over this single mother of three kids. Is it my fault that you're a single mother of three kids? I didn't tell you to marry the piece of shit. I didn't tell you to have his three kids. Why is it now my problem? And my taxes should make sure that you get paid a living wage for you and your three kids. Right? Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm so sorry. But when did it become my problem that you're a single mother? Yeah, it, it's starting to feel more and more like these tax... Um, situations where, like here in Colorado, we now get taxed a, an outrageous amount individually on our paychecks for maternity leave. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, great my. stuff. Great, uh, you know, especially in a population that isn't even producing anymore. Uh, <laughs> this is wonderful. Uh, but like, fine. All right, that's what we're doing. But you know, is it improving how? the state is functioning are we making more money are we producing more jobs are people happier are people bringing like it doesn't it doesn't seem like you know it seems like you passed this maternity leave bill to get more votes the next time you're up for uh re-election jared polis and And it's starting to seem like that way with all the democrats and the science you're using to justify this bullshit is complete bullshit they're just saying they're citing these studies where they're like Kids whose parents had uh, maternity leave, on average, tend to, you know, 30, uh, what is it, 70 whatever percent of them t- are more likely to go to school, to college. Yeah, because the person who had maternity leave had a good job. <laughs> <laughs> right? Back in the day, communities and families were closer, and families and communities would help each other take care of the young. That's no, 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 but be. my point is, is, if you... The woman whose kid, the woman, the man and woman whose kid who had maternity leave have great jobs and they have the the means to raise this kid in a better world. Absolutely, right? yeah. If I if I give the mother, if I give this lady at McDonald's three months off so that she could take care of her newborn baby, that newborn baby still has a mother who's dependent on the wages of a full time McDonald's job. Yes, yeah. So after the maternity leave, like that baby does not have a better outcome. Absolutely. The, the studies you guys are, are looking at, the numbers are, I get where you're getting these numbers, but they're so skewed and it's, so, it's just bullshit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You, you literally, we've come to this point now where these people, they, they fu- studies are funded in order to produce an outcome. Yes, absolutely, man. And then they use it to like pass bills. Yeah, to sway public opinion in favor of their outrageous agendas. Uh, and these social agendas, again, we're being taxed. Uh, the taxations on you know people who want to open up businesses are insane now in a lot of these Democratic-run places. Uh, and I don't think there's any positive outcome from it. The only thing that's happening is we are just being taxed more and more percentage-wise of, uh, of what we're making. And... Didn't we, like, I don't know, fight a war over what was it, taxation 200-something years ago? Am I crazy? But now, like, 50% of our paychecks are being taxed, man. 
It, you know, oh, we so here's much. what's crazy is your paycheck is taxed by the state and by the government, and then you go to the grocery store, oh, you're paying some uh, tax on that, uh, sales yeah. tax, and then, uh, you know, like it's endless tax. You're being taxed on every uh, level, no, everywhere it's even worse you go. Than that, dude. So, so you get paid by your employer, it's taxed, right? Yeah, you go to the store and everything you buy is taxed. That's taxed. Right? Oh yeah. And then that money that you gave that store, anything he had made a profit on, that's taxed. We gotta tax it up, man. Like what? And then he's gonna pay his employees, and they're gonna pay the taxes. We got some like, more tax. <laughs> Eventually, all of this money is just tax. And do you know what? It's interesting because then all of a sudden it seems like, hmm, did we just send like a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine? Yeah, I think we did. A word that billions and billions of dollars might have come from been, taxes. Wait man. a minute. Why am I still living in my grandma's basement, but every politician has $100 million? Why is Hunter Biden allowed to snort cocaine in the West Wing of the White House? <laughs> he's a millionaire. Free of he's charge. Free of charge. He's a multimillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> This country is sick, man. It's twisted. It's, terrible. it's so terrible, dude. And now they're just doing it out in the open. It doesn't even matter. Yes. Like, oh. Yeah, no, no, I just have this crackhead son that's doing cocaine in the White House, going around the world, <laughs> collecting bags of cash. Did you see that clip of him on the balcony? I swear to God, he did a bump that's of cocaine. So I swear on my life. I, I'll admit it. I don't think he did it <clears throat> I'll there, admit it. I but have... he had definitely... He, the mannerisms, he had definitely recently... Partook in some cocaine. I just want to say the footage of him on the balcony uh, reminded me of somebody like myself who has seen people partaking in doing bumps of cocaine in public situations. It was exactly like a guy oh. doing a bump of cocaine in a public situation. Just watching it made my nose hurt. Did you I, see uh, Jim uh response to it? I did not actually know. Oh my god, dude. This is... Jean-Jean-Pierre Jean uh, is about to win an Oscar, I swear to God. Was she laying she, it down? The pearl clutching, dude. <laughs> Honestly, to be, to, be, to be frank, this is just... <laughs> I forgot what she said. Something about how, like, this is somebody in the throes of a problem. And he has overcome. And you're, you're dealing with a father's love. And a child who is dealing with one of the most serious, hardest issues... You can deal with. Wow. So, yeah, so no, you're I, just an asshole, Frank. I uh, I actually had a bit on here. Um, I was thinking, well, this kind of reminds me of, uh, did you catch the social media stuff with Biden from Friday? No. This morning, a federal judge in Louisiana is limiting the Biden administration from contacting social media companies. The judge saying the administration likely violated the First Amendment when it pressured those companies to remove certain posts. The order comes as Republican attorneys general in two states sue the administration, claiming it pressured sites like Facebook, Twitter and YouTube to remove messages containing purported misinformation about COVID-19, election security and other issues. Other issues, as in Hunter yeah. Biden doing crack cocaine with uh, underage prostitutes that were you know, Chinese, <laughs> Ukrainian, maybe Russian. Yeah, I did see that. It's crazy what's going on with that. Uh, I I feel like uh, the you know there's a, a wild uh, scenario unfolding uh, in, in this world currently. We're constantly distracted. Of, uh, oh yeah. No, I never thought about that as a as somebody going after it as a as a first uh, first amendment violation. Like a lot of people, a lot of people misread the First Amendment, right? You really don't have the freedom of speech. What you are guaranteed in the Constitution is that Congress will not limit your, your hmm. speech. That's right. You know, this uh, there's a big push on it, and I and like the federal government can't. Uh, it's a great way to go about it. It's crazy. The Biden administration has been so in cahoots. With social media, and this is something that you know a lot of people on the right have been screaming about, which is when it comes to the rigging of the 2020 election, the media hiding and blocking and censoring people trying to share the stories about Hunter Biden leading up to the election is election interference and is a is kind of you know swaying the election for the voters. Like they they stopped that information from hitting the mainstream. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're talking about the 52 whatever guys that signed it? <laughs> it's crazy that, like, <clears throat> you know, we're kind of at this point, man, where it's totally out there for people to see that the government was working hand-in-hand with social media companies and mainstream legacy media to convince us of various narratives over the last six or eight years. Uh, Trump-Russian collusion, <laughs> COVID-19. Uh, you know, now, uh, also, they were trying to block the Hunter Biden story from being uh, you know, known by people. And then we had a second impeachment because Trump wanted to go after uh, some information from Ukraine you know, because it probably linked to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. <laughs> like, we, we've kind of lived through a really wild you know, era of <laughs> and the, information. And the, D, the DOJ just arrested the whistleblower for the Hunter Biden case. The one that... <clears throat> really? Blew, the, the guy who blew the whistle on the fact that they weren't allowed to prosecute him or even go after, like, even investigate the big guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, he just got arrested by the DOJ. Well, it kind of feels like the Biden administration wants to completely own and censor social media on all platforms. Uh, yeah. because, you know, this is the moment where they can, and this is China territory that we're getting into. Uh, you see it already. People on the right, MAGA extremists, we got to censor these things. Oh, they're sharing misinformation about Hunter Biden. You know, like, this is, uh, we're in, like, a Orwell territory, I feel like, where we don't even really know what is censored at this point. There's probably crazy shit going on that we, you know, how many new Lebanons are happening around Ohio right now? We just haven't even heard about it. Yeah. Oh, New yeah. Palestine. Sorry, I new always get Palestine, that one. I'm a racist. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Either way, it's a dumb name. Well, so uh, I forgot about it. It's great because we're always, uh, you know, caught off guard. We're goldfish. We uh, keep latching on to the next new. Uh, exciting news item, and you know me, Mike. I'm a sucker for some good narrative, and with the writer strike going on, I just haven't been, you know, there's no, been nothing good to watch. So, of course, I'm all about the fugitive manhunt, man. Day four of a massive manhunt for a fugitive police say should be considered armed and extremely dangerous. This man, Michael Burham, 34, a suspect wanted in cases involving murder, rape, and other violent felonies. Who authorities say escaped from this county jail late Thursday night using bed sheets to lower himself from the roof of a recreation area. The drama what? playing out in small, heavily wooded communities along the New York Pennsylvania border. The search extending into Stop a right national. There. Stop this right is- there. It's-, <laughs> it's 2023. You guys have it like escape proofed your fucking prison enough to stop from the bedsheet rope this is my favorite part i'm glad you, you're psycho dude dude bedsheet rope that's like straight out of the us bed sheet rope? <laughs> oh man i love Was this, this story. bugs bunny that escaped from your prison dude Jesus this is the Christ. second time he escaped remember he escaped earlier this year and he, there was a manhunt for him are you serious along the New York-Pennsylvania border, the search extending into a national forest half a million acres deep. Do you feel like you've been close to getting him at all? I believe that we are actively and aggressively pushing him. I don't want to say any more than that. Police say Burham is a survivalist with military training and that they found supplies and campsites he's likely used and suspect someone may be helping him. This is why they don't want you to learn things like, you know, making campfires and surviving on your own and knowing what to eat in the wild and, you know, joining the military. No, they want everyone soft and stupid and in the couch and playing video games, man, because then they got you at all times. They don't even need to chase you, right? But think about if you have these survival skills and you were in the military and you know that you have the training and you could survive on your own, you are a threat to the government. You gotta learn how to survive, escape, evade. Yes, and I don't, I don't like this guy. I don't think he's a hero of any kind. But I think it's an interesting lesson for people to learn, which is the government right now is chasing this one man, and they can't find him. We should all be like this guy. Yeah. All of us need to learn this man's wisdom of the of nature and how to evade detection, because there's gonna be a day. Hopefully not, but. It kind of seems like 
there's going to be a day where we're going to have to probably evade a little detection. We already live in a uh, surveillance Orwell society. Imagine if we all had a little know-how behind camouflage and, you know, covering our tracks and, you know, right? And like, what if uh, all of a sudden I say, you know, I say something uh, too spot on, like uh, the moon is flat and uh, it's just a piece of cheese, <laughs> right? And the government's like, we can't let this guy get that information out. So they come after me. Well, I can disappear we, in the woods, baby. Listen, one thing I know is we got to get him while he's proven alone. Oh, folks, let's chat together on this one, baby. Yeah. Once they chat together, we can't stop. <laughs> Trevor, man, he's a genius. Authorities <laughs> warning residents to secure homes, businesses, and property the suspect might find useful, leaving many here on edge. I just think it's scary, like, not knowing, like, what's going to happen. Not know this would be a great way to lock people in their homes, too, if you wanted them to stay home. Like, folks, there's a, an insane killer rapist. He's on the loose. Stay. I always thought that after that Boston Marathon bombing. That was kind of fucked up. Dude, that was fucked up. That was in, maybe that was the test lockdown before 2019 or 2020. And, and nobody, nobody talked about it afterwards, but I remember saying, like, it's really fucked up because the cops right now, they're saying they're not going to prosecute anything they find while they're looking for these two guys. But if you, like, went into a home looking for this bomber and you saw a bunch of heroin and everything laid out on a table... You're definitely going to take a mental note and then come back next day. That's <laughs> right, man. No, that was messed up. Nobody talks about how there was a lockdown after the Boston Marathon. I remember I was very disturbed at that time about the whole situation. I, I was yes. preaching to people around me because I was a conspiracy theorist on my own back in the day. And, you know, just saying, like, does anyone find it strange that you can't leave your house? Like, how does the government have this power? No, and no, and they were going in and out of homes. Well, they had you militarized police going in and out of homes, which is yes, more frightening. In and out. and yeah. then there were people who were being who claimed they were being harassed by the local cops afterwards because they had gone in there and seen, like, you know, their gun collection or stuff like that. Great call, dude. I like this connection a lot. Uh, and it's weird... We haven't had another scenario like that, but that was definitely a beta test for a future scenario. Weird. Well, also, do you know who made their debut on CNN in the Boston Marathon? It was that Lauren uh, or Laura Wen, who was the uh, basically major talking head on CNN during COVID nineteen. Um, look it up. Her first CNN and those two brothers, like the, literally, the CIA got them into this country. <laughs> I mean, dude. It's like fucked up how they even got in. The Chokar brothers, or uh, whatever they, they it can't is. remember their names. Were they uh, not Russian? What were they? Uh, Serbian. Serbian. Jokic. And then they like, <laughs> and then they were like, uh, they were like in chat rooms with FBI and everything. It was. It's fucked up what happened with that. One. That the whole thing never made sense, and I never accepted that those two guys were the actual culprits of that uh bombing uh it, it, it reeked too much of oklahoma city to me at the time it was just a very oh, they definitely did it they got the video they definitely did it I, but who can who convinced them to do something, are... i don't know man i i feel like uh boston marathon and oklahoma city to me always kind of felt like a uh kind of a government ran operation oh and, for sure you know but these kids were definitely the tools the government oh used. yeah there's a patsy always yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. learned it I from mean, they, day one from like the he kennedy drove the van with the fertilizer bomb yes but but there were other bombs in the building you know who uh, was, and, and who forced him to do it you know like according to witnesses at oklahoma city there were bombs planted in the building and in fact you could go back if it still exists maybe archive.org but there are uh, you know, news uh, reports live from the moment where they interview people on the scene at Oklahoma City uh, in, at the bombing, and they, they report these bombs exploding underneath the building, uh, which uh, scientifically, I believe, there's been a lot of stuff out there about it, how there's no way the van itself would have caused that type of damage to the building. It was just, like, impossible uh, for, and whatever, and... Same thing with 9-11, dude. I'm never, you know, nobody's ever saying they didn't fly mm. shit into those buildings, but it does seem like there were some bombs in the building, and if you look at the live footage from 9-11 at the time and when the news is there, a lot of witnesses in real time were talking about 
the bombs exploding in the different parts of the floors. And you guys still can't explain Building 7. Like, they never even tried. Well, no, then Building 7, somebody just walked by and whistled and, like, pushed the button. And the, (laughs) (laughs) whoops, we'll just let this one drop. Dude, oh, look, a plane hit it! <laughs> building 7 is crazy. Nobody's allowed to talk about Building 7. Even Tucker Carlson talks about now that he's free uh, from the shackles, but he always talks about how he was never allowed to bring up Building 7 on uh, Fox News. Like, it's insane. It's the Jeffrey Epstein of buildings. It really look, is, dude. Like, you just did it in front of us and expected <laughs> us not to notice. Yes, dude. Like, I saw it go down. I, 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 was, I, I don't know. Then they did like they built the monument for the twin top. Like you never hear even hear about it in any of like the memorials or anything. You hear about the two towers and the Pentagon. Crazy too. Uh, I saw this little thing on line um, about how Back to the Future predicts the twin towers falling, and how uh, you know when he's back in time, he he goes he, well, when he like meets Doc to go back in time. He goes to the Twin Pines Mall, and then he has his fiasco, runs over the pine, and then he goes back to the future, and it's the Lone Pine Mall, and. In the scene, when he goes to the mall, uh, it's like 9-11 is the time or whatever like that. Or it, like it's some infraction of it. Uh, is that for real? I didn't ever notice. A lot of people link Back to the Future as a message to folks that like 9-11 is going to happen. And then it's interesting because you have the Twin Pines, the Two Towers, the Twin Towers, and then you have the Lone t- Pine, and now we have the Lone Tower. I don't really buy into a That's lot a of that reach. stuff. Yeah, I think it's a huge reach, but I just love bringing up Back to the Future whenever I can because we had the greatest Back to the Future Dude, uh, conspiracy that theory. That is no Simpsons beat, uh, what's her name, beats Donald Trump. That was fucking creepy. Is this a, I am not too involved in the Simpsons predicting the future, but I know this is a huge thing online, and so... Dude, you remember when it came out... Dude, it came out in, like, the 90s where uh, Lisa... They go to the future, and Lisa beats Donald Trump for the presidency. And if you watch it, she was literally... It was literally the 2016 race. Not... So, I saw something recently where Lisa is wearing a similar suit to Kamala Harris, and how... Kamala beats Trump in 2024. Wow. That's right. Mind blown. And I don't like that one bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be Tulsi Gabbard. She wears similar clothing. Maybe. I don't like the camel coming in, but uh, maybe that's what they're going to do. Camel with Gavin Newsom, 2024. Ew, that's the slimiest combo I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it coming. I don't oh, see it man. Either way, we're on a manhunt right now. We're searching for a fugitive. I don't know if you remember oh. this. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Finish that clip. I'm going to play it. Where he is. You're going to do what now? I, I got to take a piss. All right, we're going to play through it. I think we got... Uh, you'll. Got about 45 seconds there. See how it goes. Residents to secure homes, businesses, and property the suspect might find useful, leaving many here on edge. I just think it's scary, like, not knowing, like, what's going to happen, not knowing where he is. We're going out to our cars. Uh, We're checking our camper, which has been popped up for the summer season, Um, checking our garages. The second time in recent months, police say Burham has eluded capture. That's a, a concern for us from the standpoint that he has experience in running from law enforcement. After he was accused of allegedly kidnapping an elderly couple, as police investigating the murder of a woman Burham allegedly raped closed in on him in May. Police captured Burham 13 days later in South Carolina. Court documents show he left behind a note apparently apologizing for all the problems he caused his family. It's when authorities brought him back here to Pennsylvania to face charges. He's once again on the run. Yeah, this is a wild story. All I could think about with this... uh whole thing happening it's ongoing too by the way uh, this is a fresh cut in the uh, clip world I, I had one for the last show didn't get to it we ran out of time we were uh, 
rambling on tangents, no doubt, but uh, <clears throat> this guy uh, was on the run over the weekend, and now he's still on the run. They can't find him. This is, How does uh, he keep escaping? All I can think about is, do we even need the writers to come back? Here's a Netflix series right here, man, in oh. real time. You don't need writers, dude. This It's all spelled out <laughs> right in front of us. Uh, you know, life is How art, many episodes man. did you waste on that stupid Ring sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Think about the millions of dollars they paid all these jokers to make these crap series. And then look at what just played out here. This guy, like, this is a huge series. You could make a 10-parter out of this. I mean, he he escaped, like, back in April, was on the lamb. And Raped a girl, him. but left an apology? Like, yeah, like, what, oh. dude? That's kind of weird. This guy's talk, a creep, man. Talk about a villain I could fall in love with. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's an evil guy with a heart. Do you know what I smell? Johnny Depp, come back. Come on, baby! Oh. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this is more of a Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? Kill a bitch, come back. It's got Alec Baldwin written all over it. Did somebody say bang, bang? All right, here we go. <laughs> Are you ready to shoot? Can we not use that word? Too soon? All right. <laughs> Listen, guys, just because I killed a woman. Remember? I played Trump. Come on. <laughs> Still the same guy. <laughs> I know I killed a lesbian in Hollywood, but come on. I need Not a little uh, visualization of the scene. Draw. Oh wait, was that a little? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to be so so extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Never pull the trigger. <laughs> well, you know me. I like to shoot from the hip. Wait a second. <laughs> Dude, he's back. I wanted to clip it. I couldn't sit through it. He was on, you know, Dana Carvey and um, uh, uh, David Spade have a podcast where they reminisce on SNL, and they had Alec Baldwin on an episode recently. They interviewed him, and I I dipped into it a little bit only because I was hoping maybe as comedians they would – Something on like, come on, man. Nope, no, they, they, no yeah, mention, no. nothing. Yeah, they, they like no, celebrate. No humor in Hollywood. They're nowadays, celebrating man. Alec Baldwin. It's like, dude, this guy killed someone and got away with it and blamed it on somebody else. Like, that's insane. Absolutely. That's, that's, it's, it's that's what he's happened. To get away with it. Yes, he's doing interviews now, and they're you know yucking he's it up. He's the victim. He's pod, he's doing podcasts and having a blast, man, with the SNL guys talking about the old days, making fun of Trump. Like, dude, you shot a chick in the face and got away with it. You, Somebody, you not, you, there's no way you're not worse than Trump. You just deserve to be made fun of to your face for the next, I don't know, lifetime. Like for the rest yeah. of your life, you should be made fun of for this. Like you're OJ, bro. Do you not see that? Like, what the How hell? How did is you this? become the worst Baldwin? <laughs> That that is the most unbelievable thing of the entire story. <laughs> you became the worst Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of justice, man, you know who got his justice? I I have no idea actually. Are you ready for this? Yeah, man. This was the greatest news I heard in a long time. Excellent. Convicted former USA Gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser yeah. stabbed multiple times in the neck and back. A law enforcement source tells ABC News Nasser suffering substantial injuries, including an apparent collapsed lung. A source telling ESPN that Nasser was stabbed during an altercation with another incarcerated person. Nasser is serving time at this high security federal prison. Yeah, fuck that dude, man. So Larry Nassar. along, stabbed in the neck, in the back, and the chest. I don't condone violence, but uh, so I, I'm going to say being it, shanked in prison, that's the most prison thing to happen to a white guy that raped 
uh, underage girls. Uh, Countless I, underage I girls. I gotta say. Molested them yeah, as their doctor. This is the guy, uh, the doctor of the women's or the girls the gymnastics. Olympics uh, gymnastics. And the, we're yes. talking uh, young ladies in their teens. Uh, it, it actually doesn't even matter the age. You're the doctor. If you are raping young women or women, uh, well, you pretty much deserve, I think, the <coughs> karma that, that is coming your way. The universe uh, seems to be playing out the way the, everyone expected. All right. The, the doctors are credited with uh, saving his life. He was that close to uh, bleeding out from Man, the stab wound. You know, he was just laying there in his blood. And he's like, let me die. Please. <laughs> no, I think he's a coward. But you know what this made it immediately made me think of? What's that? This is how a pedophile gets murdered in prison. Yes, it is. It absolutely Je- is. Jeffrey Epstein? I think you're right. He's not dead. Jeffrey Epstein is alive and well. I, I promise Dude, everybody this. I've been this saying is what this happens to real fucking pedophiles, man. Like, yes. What ha- this guy, he's been in protective custody or whatever for like a year now and shit, and then they, they still got to him. It just took them this long to get to him. <laughs> yeah, you know man, what I mean? yes. And then Jeffrey Epstein, oh, the camera's turned off. We put this big muscle guy in there. Oops. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was like, whoopsies. no, dude. You didn't kill him, man. You guys e- extracted him. Oh, pedophile uh, orchestrator. He runs, you know... All the elites, um, uh, well, the cameras turned off and the uh, security guards fell asleep there. And, uh, yeah, well, you yeah, know, uh, looks like he's, he's hanging dead. out with Bin Laden. Looks dude. like he's dead. No, but yeah, well, actors, man, actors, Mossad, CIA, alphabet agencies, international, you know, there's a whole ring happening where I, if you get into positions of power, the only way you play ball is if you're compromised, and the only way to get in the position, I assume, is to be compromised. Here's the big difference, though, if you look at the two. Larry Nasser molested famous underage women. That's right. Right? Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein stole unknown underage women and gave them to very famous people. That's right. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play with the powerful uh, players. Yeah, that's what don't, it comes. <laughs> don't fuck the famous. Give them to the 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 more famous. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, man, uh, you're right on the money with this one. I like the connection. The fact that uh, <laughs> yes, this guy. That's how you die in prison when you're a pedophile and you're messing with the. Uh, oh, the kiddies. best part is he didn't even die. They saved his life, which means. He gets to go through it again. Yeah, he's going to die. <laughs> they're going to kill him. No, no, they're going to kill him. Yes, yeah. they're going to kill him. And th- this is the difference between the prison killing you and the government, quote unquote, killing you. Kill- yes. You know, and, yes. and Jeffrey Epstein, camera's off. The guards are asleep. He fell asleep. The, yeah. They take him away. He hangs himself with the same linens that that dude just escaped from the jail with. Uh, <laughs> I can't you know? believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah, we don't believe it. Um, this is about Jeffy Epstein hung himself from a a bedpost that's four and a half feet off the ground. Here's my like: everybody thinks Ghislaine Gis- Maxwell went to prison. I've been sta- si- saying since day one, she is in no prison. She's pretending to be. They probably have AI technology to show her on a fake Zoom call. Think about how good the AI tech now is. We can recreate uh, Harrison Ford being 35 years old in Indiana Jones now, and you can't tell the difference, right? So I wait, bet wait, you. Just, just, and why are those bars rocking? Are you on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, though, but like. You know, all of a sudden, oh, here's proof Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison. It's a Zoom call with her and a journalist, and it's shaky and blurry and pixelated. Like, okay, well, if you could fake 35-year-old Harrison Ford and you're you're now recreating Tom Hanks for the future after he dies in a bus accident, well, I'm starting to think maybe you recreated or faked Ghislaine Maxwell being in prison. And I'm sure you faked anything regarding, uh, you know, Epstein being dead. This is all a show. It's theater, man. Like, uh, you know, I think really with Epstein, to be totally honest, the chatter just got too thick online. And they got a little nervous. And they decided we have to take out the characters that are, the, you know, everybody's talking about. Mm. And 
you know, we'll we'll eliminate anybody really being curious and you know. You think they're gonna kill this guy that came out with the movie? Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel? Caviezel, yeah. I think they're going to take... Caviezel's the next guy to get suicided, for sure. Well, you know, rumor I saw online is the guy who the movie is about is a Freemason. So, I don't know. You know, conspiracy world gets all bent out of shape about Freemasons. I believe there's just Freemasons everywhere. That anyone could join them. So, I feel like, uh, you know, it depends yeah. on your level and all that stuff. But ultimately, you know, Caviezel... I I think that this movie was allowed to happen. Ooh. Controlled opposition. Controlled opposition, and I believe Mel Gibson uh, kind of fits in line with that. They kind of had to after the Ann Hirsch thing, huh? I think just too much... Again, too much exposure, so let's nip it at the bud here, and we'll kind of uh, move forward, and everybody... Hey, the goldfish will forget, no doubt, right? They'll move on to the next fancy thing. We'll have some roller coaster fly off its rails. Everybody will lose their mind. Uh, did right? you see the cracked metal beam? <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop that talking didn't about get that. you. What about this submarine with billionaires? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about the sub with the billionaires is the kill list or the die off list of billionaires in 2023. Kind of weird. Like, actually. Insane. A little Same, freaky dude. that a lot of billionaires have died. So you could either. I don't bring it up because I was told not to. But dude, that sub has been a rabbit hole. I have not been able to get out of. Well, what gets me I is the amount of billionaires. Yeah, I think it yeah. was a hit job. I really. Do. Oh, I think they blew up these billionaires to distract. I think they they were sacrificed, for sure. But a lot of billionaires have just been dying. Like, one died here in Aspen riding a race car. He just crashed into a wall because the car malfunctioned. Like, okay. Like, why are a lot of billionaires just dying in these freak accidents? Uh, My theory I, I, you know, kind of posited the other day was that they are uh, on the Epstein list. But... And maybe the... uh, You know... I don't buy into the uh, QAnon stuff uh, simply because um, it's too fantastical. Uh, you know, there, there's just too much uh, involved and in deciphering. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of just simple conspiracies. You know, flat Earth. All right, let me dive into that. You know what I'm saying? But like, the Q stuff is just too dragged on. But like, there is some bleed over that I've been seeing online that. You know, there is an element of uh, a cleansing of the people who were kind of, you know, in control, this kind of cabal, if you will, that was running the show and leading us into our ultimate The group demise. got too big, dude, for sure. And, and, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, there are some good people or good players out there battling, and maybe uh, there's some kind of swing of the pendulum, if you will, or something kind of changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, very possible. I have no idea. I mean, I it's hard to decipher. It's, the Q stuff is crazy. The like, the people hang uh, on a lot of words that you know. I, I'm not just into the deciphering of stuff like that. But yeah, no, I'm just I, 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 don't, I don't care. Either tell me or don't tell me. I'm out. You know, like tell me or tell me. I just want to be able to buy the dip. That's my whole deal. Like, can I get a? <laughs> can I get the Pelosi heads up on the dip buy? That's all I want. I've been saving my money ever since 2008. When are the houses going to go back to like 40 G's? Like, <laughs> pick, one, pick one up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I think we're all all of us guys in the middle. We're like, come on. I got my gold and my silver. Just do something, baby. Like, <laughs> just crash. Let me crash. <laughs> If that sucker crashed, then like a lot of us, a lot of us losers, be able to jump right in, right? No, or uh, just all goes goes to shit. Who knows, man? (laughs) Let it crash. I got nothing to lose. Yeah, I think that's kind of the idea here. And like, like, like like the jump from my grandma's couch to the street isn't that big. You know what I mean? It's not like I'd be the guy that went from the mansion to the street. (laughs) I'm just going from one loser to another. (laughs) 